today. Frozen Shields, welcome back to another episode of Volts Brim Symphonium Dream Super Machine Podcast. The podcast that brings you the synthiest video game music in all the universe and sometimes more. Well, hasn't it been an interesting season so far? We've touched on lots of indie music like I was hoping for, and I'm really happy that we made it work so that we even got a few very talented indie video game composers to join us on the show. And we even got some indie film uh, producers as well, such as Forrest on our last episode. But in this episode, we're going to return to something a little bit more classic, Virtua Fighter 3. And now this is certainly a series I've heard of, but if I'm honest, I really don't have much experience with it at all. But first, let's do a little rewind. Um... I need to do a quick shout out to Bedroth. I came across his soundtrack while looking at, uh, looking for some train themed video game songs for one of his episodes. And I'm going to leave a link to that episode because uh, not only is his podcast a very good podcast, but um, the idea of exploring uh, a bizarre theme like train music or train themes in video game music is just a lot of fun. And that episode was a lot of fun, as well as the following episode as well. Similar theme. But anyway, thank you, Bedroth, uh, for pushing me to search for some VGM and end up finding this soundtrack. And, man, this is a very cool soundtrack. I don't know. Uh, Look... The sounds, the samples that are used, in my mind, are pretty old school. You know, mid-90s arcade old school. And what I hear is a very interesting kind of thing where this soundtrack, to me, it kind of sits in this weird time of when much of video game music was still using these kind of old samples. But this soundtrack's also got its foot in the the world of modern video game music production that was kind of just emerging in the mid 90s so i don't know i hear a mix of these early and late 90s sounds but in the end everything is executed so well that once you start listening to some of these tracks you almost forget that you're listening to these primitive instrument samples it's a really nice mix of excellent songwriting and extremely uh good production at least using the sampled sounds and technology at hand. So, I really wanted to do an episode featuring this soundtrack and I probably had more more than just a sneaking suspicion that Kung Fu Carlito would be a fan of this soundtrack. So, already knowing that he is such an interesting person to listen to, uh, including but not limited to his knowledge of these types of games, I reached out to him and asked him, just to see if he wanted to help me put an episode together. 
And well, I was thrilled, but not surprised that he was most certainly a big fan of the soundtrack and had a lot of interesting knowledge to share about the game. So, although we're not recording this episode together live, I'm thrilled that Carlos Kung Fu Kaludo is my guest co-host of this episode today. Uh, now, we've both chosen a handful of our favorite tracks and Carlos has sent us some excellent little audio snippets to play uh, before each of his choices. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to introduce a friend and guest of many great VGM podcasts and one of the hosts of the podcast, Heroes 3 Adventures in Asian Cinema. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kung Fu Kalido. All right, all right, all right, yep, yep. Calm down. Folks, let's let Carlos introduce the game and his first song pick. All right. Bolts, hello, this is Carlos. Oh man, I'm super excited to talk about Virtual Fighter 3 today. So first, thank you for letting me do this. Uh, I picked five tracks and I'm gonna talk a little bit about the game. Uh, a little bit about the music and how those relate to each other. Um, this is Carlos, Kung Fu Carlito, uh, huge video game music fan and huge fighting game fan and huge <laughs> uh, Kung Fu movie fan. So uh, this is all of these things put together and um, I've got some strong memories of Virtual Fighter 3. So, um, Virtual Fighter 3 came out in like 1994, 95, and uh, I remember the buildup for this game being very big. This was the first uh, Model 3 Sega game. So, uh, this is a new uh, graphics engine, and they were, this was an era where I guess graphics were like really hype. You know, we're, we were seeing a lot of big advancements in the realm of like 3D polygons and Virtual Fighter 3 was basically a flagship title for Sega to kind of flex their muscles and show off what they could do. So um, in Virtual Fighter 1 we had just very crude, flat, polygonal, no textured characters and uh, moving into Virtual Fighter 2 there were textured characters, still um, uh, quite a bit better, but um, still uh, lacking in, I guess, realism at the time. And with Virtual Fighter 3, oh man, now we had fully formed faces, which is weird to say. We had uh, uh, faces that could express, actually, so they could smile or grimace, and the uh, eyes could move, all the fingers were modeled so you didn't have kind of like these crude hand forms and lighting was a big deal too so i guess you could think of like in mario 64 how metal mario would reflect on things you have the final boss of the virtual fighter series her name is dural she's basically a a, a metallic uh, female form and in this game she was completely reflective and that was like a huge huge deal back then <laughs> which is really exciting and the other thing uh, regarding the graphics is that because they could model these arenas in such a new way, they actually did an interesting thing that was kind of like a test that kind of worked, kind of didn't work, where um, stages were kind of an offset terrain. So you can uh, fight 
like an, on the steps of a building or you can fight on a hill or a rooftop and um, that could actually give you kind of an advantage against your opponent if you had like the higher ground or, or uh, things like that. Which is kind of a fun idea but didn't really work and they didn't continue that throughout the series and uh, other fighting games have tried these things and uh, haven't really uh, landed on a good solution I guess Smash Brothers but that's kind of a whole different thing this is a 3d fighting game where you can move in and out and that was the other thing that they added is Virtua Fighter's been a series of simplicity punch kick and guard uh, and within that simplicity of the controls lies a, a very deep complexity in actually the system and how the characters interact with each other. So I think Virtua Fighter is kind of like a, almost like the fine wine of fighting games. Every character represents a martial arts style and every character, their movements are, are very dedicated to those styles. So this game added a dodge button, which is a fourth button, very controversial, four buttons, right? Um, and with that dodge, you could move in and away from the screen. So you can actually have a form of 3D movement that could give you an advantage at the right moment. So that was really cool. The game came out in the arcades and I remember playing it in a big, huge deluxe cabinet and it cost like 75 cents to play, which was a lot more than any other fighting game at the time. It was very special. It, it looked cool, uh, it sounded cool, and we're gonna listen to some of this music today. One of my all-time favorites, Takenobu Mitsuyoshi, composed a lot of the tracks for this game. Another um, composer that I really like is, his name is Takeyuki Nakamura, and he worked on the Virtual Fighter series, and also Tobol, which is another 3D fighting game from Square, actually, Squaresoft at the time. And um, Fumio Ito, who's another Sega composer that would go on to work on stuff like OutRun 2, and there's like a 3D like mech uh, arcade versus game called Border Break, and uh, that game looks really cool and has some uh, interesting design. So some really strong composers to to kind of support this really exciting. Uh, debut basically even though it's a third in the series this next generation debut for my first track I'm going with the intro um, it kind of is like short and sweet but also gives you a taste of everything that you'd hear within the game strong melody high energy some guitar some synth some some jazzy breakdowns in this one minute and a half track and composed by Takenobu Mitsuyoshi. So um, obviously he's like one of my favorites, so we're kind of leaning on his tracks, but not only him. I hope you enjoy these picks as much as I do, and I'll try not to talk too long, but I always end up doing that. So <laughs> thanks again, Volts. Thank you, the listeners, for checking this out. And uh, yeah, let's let's get this going.
very cool. And thank you so much, Carlos. It's almost like listening to another podcast putting this episode together. I'm learning stuff about this game from my very own episode. It's so good. Thank you. Fantastic stuff. All right. Well, Carlos started things off with a little short kind of intro track. So I've also got a short little track that stood out to me. Um, I assume this comes from some kind of cut scene or something like that. But look, honestly, there's, there's not a lot to this track, but... Maybe it's only on a personal level, but the chord progressions really connect with me and make me think of some of my favorite old 80s Japanese music. But anyway, this next track is Tell Me Your Memories by Takanobu Mitsuyoshi. Enjoy. Maybe I might regret playing that one instead of another track, but look, I'm sticking to my guns. At least I'm demonstrating something that is quite different to everything else we're going to be playing. But all right, folks, that's enough from me. Let's hear more from Mr. Kung Fu Kalito. All right, for my second track today, this is Pai Chen's theme by Takenobu Mitsuyoshi. Pai Chen being the kung fu girl of the virtual fighter series i really can't say enough about this track it's kind of everything i love about takenobu mitsuyoshi people might recognize his singing voice from the daytona usa games but honestly i would say that this melody line in this track is is singing it you can almost hear the voice in this melody line it's it's such a vocal kind of pulling you into this song and i also really love how long the melody is it kind of stretches you to the limit i feel like it's kind of lifting you up like in a roller coaster when you're just ready to reach that first big drop and he just stretches it out to the last minute and it works so well for me just really cool um, talking about pai chan She's the, 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 like I said, the kung fu girl of the series. She's been in the game since uh, the first Virtual Fighter. Design-wise, kind of a similar, kind of a Chun-Li kind of vibe. She's got those buns in her hair, and she's got a blue and kind of gold trim aesthetic, but she's definitely got her own personality. And um, personality is another big part of the characters in the game. So each of them are martial artists, and they also have the kind of 
martial arts bravado that is kind of fun and those really come out in the victory quotes so all the characters have like these kind of arrogant victory quotes and i think hers is something like your your kung fu wasn't good enough or you you know you you lack kung fu skills <laughs> that's like kind of like the icing on the cake when you take a hard loss in a fighting game but that's part of fighting games and competition something i really love but i couldn't say real quick is this is the rooftop stage and this is the angled terrain that i was talking about so you're literally sloped on a rooftop fighting which can be kind of frustrating at sometimes track great track i can really hear what carlos is talking about with that melody it's it's a very precisely written melody and its simplicity for me at least stands out from the other tracks on the soundtrack but yeah it really does have this quality that it, it appears to be written as if it was for a voice and i think that's a great pick carlos i probably wouldn't have picked that out but as soon as you mentioned that yeah i, I can hear it um, so following that idea of simplicity, there are some pretty complex compositions on this soundtrack, but Takanobu Mitsuyoshi really demonstrates that he can master a very wide range of styles just within this one soundtrack. And up next, okay, so here we have what I would consider something that is not simple is a, is, is a bad word to use, but maybe a minimal track compared to the others and most of this track has the rhythm section just chugging away on the root note but look it starts off a bit cheesy but i really think this song redeems itself very quickly in my opinion i think i, I look i just love the way the melody evolves it escalates and it intensifies 
even when it's all mostly playing over the one power chord, almost the entire track. And then to me, what's super impressive is the way this whole track just seamlessly loops back around without dropping any of the suspense or intensity. Even though it feels like it's got this kind of always upwards ramp going on. I don't know. It's really clever. I I love it. Uh, I hope you do. This is On The Circle, Takarashi On The Ring by Takanobu Mitsuyoshi. fantastic track that is a lesson in writing looping video game music right there for sure and i hope you all enjoy the sound effects as well i deliberately used a version of the soundtrack that had all those voices and sounds added in but all right let's hear some more from captain carlito for my third track we're listening to all right just let the man speak please for my third track, we're listening to In the Cave. This is also known as Gastroptosis, which I have no idea what that means. But uh, basically, this is a cave stage theme. This is a stage, uh, most of the stages are tied to characters in the game, but there are a selection of stages that are just on their own. So this wouldn't appear in arcade mode when you're fighting against characters would be like a versus mode stage yeah it's pretty cool 
It's kind of tied to Sarah and Jackie, uh, the two American brother and sister blonde haired fighters. This was composed by Fumio Ito, which I, I originally thought this was another Takanobu Mitsuyoshi track, and it, it sounds very in his style, but uh, Fumio Ito did this, and it's, it's super awesome. I love it. It doesn't sound like a cave at all, but fighting games are very <laughs> wild when it comes to <laughs> musical tracks. And Virtua Fighter having this kind of high energy, jazzy stuff, uh, I'm not faulting it at all, but uh, I love the track. And there's actually like, um, for each of the Virtua Fighter games, for most of them, I don't know if the newer games have them, but they used to make like vocal albums too. And of course, Takenobu Mitsuyoshi has a vocal version of this song. It's called Mysterious and it's a Sarah theme. It's cool. If, if you love Takenobu Mitsuyoshi, you're going to love it. If you hate Takenobu Mitsuyoshi, you're probably going to hate the song. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's uh, I enjoy it. Especially that bass, slap bass on the track. <laughs> Gotta love it. Awesome tune. Again, really well written, super tight rhythm parts, and it's all executed brilliantly. 
uh, using these sampled sounds. Those guitar solos are really convincing in my opinion and also very melodic. It's it's almost as if Fumi Ito either knows guitar solos really well and can just make it sound really natural uh, straight up or a real guitar solo may have been performed first and then this version using the MIDI style samples was written to emulate that real solo. I'm not really sure, but for many of these more lively tracks that kind of sound like they're being played by a a band, um, each of the composers have just really nailed it with uh, the use of all those samples and stuff. Really fantastic. A lot of thought has gone into every single one of those instruments parts. And look, Carlos Carlos sent me the uh, vocal version the arranged version of that track. So I'll play that at the end of the episode for sure. It's pretty cool. All right, well, I'm going for another song that's uh, not as complex, but again, just really tight rhythm parts. I particularly love the fast, almost slapped uh, electric keyboard part. It's, it's Everything just locks together really nicely uh, for this A section. And yeah, we'll give it a listen. This is Raging Wind Lao. In the Great Wall by Takanobu Mitsuyoshi. Enjoy! Not bad, not bad. Well, the next uh, track that Carlos has chosen is probably my favorite of the whole soundtrack, but I'll talk about it later. Let's hear what Corporal Carlito has to say about his next selection. All right. The next track I'm choosing for this is Underground, uh, Sarah's Subway Stage theme. And uh, yeah, Sarah Bryant is like I was saying, Sarah and Jackie are brother and sister. They're kind of the American uh, characters from the series and they've been in from the beginning. Originally, they listed Sarah and Jackie's style as Jeet Kune Do, which is the discipline created by Bruce Lee. So I always thought it was kind of interesting that uh, the analog for Bruce Lee didn't actually look like Bruce Lee, because usually in fighting games they just basically put Bruce Lee in the game, like Fei Long or Martial Law or Dragon. And um, 
I, I thought it was kind of cool, and I think people just don't realize that sometimes. But as the games went on, um, Jackie still is consistently listed as Jeet Kune Do. Sarah just has martial arts as her style, which is kind of a very... Um, actually kind of rooted in Western culture. So in Japan, uh, I think in tournaments and when uh, kind of mixed martial arts became a bigger deal, going back to like the 70s and 80s, they would list people with mixed disciplines as just, quote, martial arts. Actually, the English word martial arts. So in Japanese, they would say martial arts. And I think of Benny the Jet, who's like a legendary, not only legendary fighter, but he's been in some very notable kung fu films. So seeing that term martial arts, I think people kind of gloss over that, but it's actually pretty important when you think of it from a Japanese perspective. Anyways, <laughs> I got off on a little tangent, but um, Sarah's stage in Virtual Fighter 3 is actually a subway platform and there's ring outs in Virtual Fighter so that was a factor or not only do you have to worry about your life bar but you also have to worry about where you are in the stage because you can get knocked out of the stage and that would be a loss no matter how much life you had and in Virtual Fighter 3 this subway stage you literally get kicked off of the platform onto the tracks which sounds pretty violent but even though in Virtual Fighter you're fighting each other, it's not gory or violent like something like Mortal Kombat. You just basically get a ring out. They don't show like a subway train running you over. <laughs> but either way, I thought it was kind of interesting how they were able to finally, instead of just being a flat background, you can actually push the limits a little more and show this kind of interesting uh, stage. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, a little, little long-winded from Carlos again, but yeah, this was the subway stage from uh, Virtual Fighter 3.
better run home to mama now. <laughs> How good is that? Again, so much attention to de detail with the rhythm parts. Really super tight accents. The drums are really well written. They're really well written on a lot of these songs. Um, the melodies are simple but catchy. And there's some interesting parts in there as well, like some cool production techniques with the panning and delay and stuff. And I, I do love that little ascending melody um, at the start. It has an interesting feeling of rising suspense. You maybe wouldn't get that from a more catchy kind of sing-along style melody. But anyway, great track by Takayuki Nakamura. This was the track that got me hooked on this whole soundtrack. I'm going to play another one of his songs next, and it's this next one's got some really hard, punchy, and swinging grooves to the A section, and I love it when it comes back in after the kind of rock and roll B section. It's a pretty, it's a pretty cool contrast uh, when it comes back in, in my opinion. But all right, the synth bass is yeah, this is right at the front of the mix for this one. Please enjoy it. It's the Killer Mantis Extra Stage by Takeyuki Nakamura. Please enjoy. Great rhythms, like I mentioned, and it's a little bit more intense uh, than the other tracks on the soundtrack. There's, there's certainly a common musical sound and style for Virtua Fighter 3, uh, but there's also lots of unique tracks like this that kind of stand out on their own, but still really work quite well as part of the soundtrack as a whole. There are some really fun, even some just silly tracks that didn't make the cut for this episode, but they, yeah, they're definitely worth checking out if you're enjoying you know, what you've heard so, so far. Also, I 
I love that whoever made these guitar samples thought it <laughs> thought that um, of all the sounds that you could sample on a guitar, that it would be important to have a pick scrape sound, you know, just before that B section comes in. It's got to be one of the corniest things to do on a guitar ever. And I have no idea why anyone would want to put that in a song, but hey, what do I know? Apparently it's cool. The Mother 3 soundtrack is just full of it. And yeah, that's one of my favorite soundtracks. So anyway, folks, we are nearing the end. Um, we've got one last pick each. So let's let Senor Carlito introduce his last song choice. For my last pick uh, from Virtual Fighter 3 today, I'm going with a track called For You. This is ending theme, um, actually from the home version of the game for the Dreamcast. So originally Virtual Fighter 3 was going to come out for the Sega Saturn, but honestly the Sega Saturn couldn't handle it and eventually it came out for the Dreamcast as a, a version called Virtual Fighter 3 TB, which meant Team Battle. And this is a track from that. This is composed by Takanobu Mitsuyoshi, and another uh, similar to the intro, just very short and sweet, about a minute, 40 seconds, but perfect. So awesome. It has a lot of energy from like a like an 80s action film, like training montage music, but also kind of this romantic kind of feeling and this strong like melody damn i love it <laughs> it's it's so cool I, I actually sometimes i wish there was a longer version of this song but honestly it gives you everything you need in this short amount of time another melody line that sounds like it's singing and actually there isn't a vocal version of this song on that vocal album but regardless yeah i, ha I had to pick this track Virtua Fighter is kind of back in the news because there's a new version of uh, Virtua Fighter 5 that just came out in modern consoles. So for me, it's really exciting because people are talking about Virtua Fighter again and hopefully some people are able to try it out and maybe fall in love with it. And yeah, fighting games are awesome. And I love when they kind of go all in on the music too. And Sega and the arcade is a passion of mine for years, like Outrun... Daytona, Afterburner, Super Hangout, all these things are some of my favorite well, games, some of my favorite video game music. So thanks again, Volts, for reaching out to me to uh, let me ramble a little bit. And I hope everybody enjoyed these tracks and maybe I'll see you in the arcade sometime.
Boom. Fantastic. Such a powerful, old-school action hero montage vibe for that one. Really strong piece of music. And yeah, look, you've got to love those key changes. Splendid stuff. Well, thank you so much, Carlos, for putting together all those intros for us and bringing us your favorite tracks. I think it really made the episode so much more interesting than what it could have been. So... Yeah, folks, please go check out Carlos's podcast, Heroes 3 Adventures in Asian Cinema, if that is something you think you might be interested in. So, yeah, links in the description. Check it out. All right. Well, my final pick starts off with <laughs> not only a massive pick scrape that I love so much, but it's got some of the most screaming MIDI guitar notes you'll ever hear. Take note of the attention to detail, like the subtle pitch adjustments uh, that make this guitar sound so much more real, uh, so much more realistic than just a just a stock kind of guitar MIDI sound. This is this is a really cool track. I hope you all dig it and have also enjoyed this episode. Uh, before we go, remember to check out the Bomb Show soundtrack that is now available in all your favorite digital music stores. And stay tuned because I will be dropping my first official album or volume of music from my Crispy Kraken project very, very soon. Some pirate theme music. <laughs> all right. But that's it for us today, folks. Thank you again, Kung Fu Carlito. We are closing out with a song called Persevering, another extra stage track. And this is by Fumio Ito. And after that, we'll be also closing out with the vocal version of his track, Gostroptosis in the Cave, uh, which is titled Memories. Okay, folks, see you next time. And remember to stay synthetic. All right, dig these guitars.
足音。